0: Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to By Time. My name is Terry Two, and today's show will be called Tech and Touchdowns. We're going to talk about the technology that's going to be used for tomorrow night's Super Bowl. Um, there's a handful of companies involved. Cisco, Microsoft, Verizon. It's just a total uh, group of technology that's going to be used. And we're going to talk about how the cameras are going to be set up. Uh, what companies are involved in setting that up And we'll talk about the whole aspect of generating a powerful show Including the halftime show with Usher So we'll get into all that And I'll have a prediction at the end of the, at the, end of the podcast Also, there's going to be a, a slew of college basketball Everybody can't watch football all the time So you know what? Hogs basketball is here, baby. And March Madness is going to be starting in a few more weeks. So uh, you're going to see some of the conferences really beef up and, uh, you know, start scheduling. Uh, not so much scheduling, but they're going to get to major conference games coming up. So we'll talk about that, too. And we'll talk about a few other things. So enjoy the music, ladies and gentlemen. We'll come back and talk about Tech and Touchdowns. All right, ladies and gentlemen, live your funk once again. So, all right. Okay, once again, my name is Terry Toot, and today's show will be called Tech and Touchdowns. We're getting to some nitty-gritty on all the good stuff that's going to be happening behind the closed doors, as they always say. Um, You know, the people that are doing the backbone of the the, uh, telecast of the Super Bowl. CBS, like I said, is in charge of it. Jen Nance and Tony Romo will be the uh, announcers and analysts for the Super Bowl. And over the years, uh, I've been watching the Super Bowl since I was young. We're talking back in the 70s. And it's really, it wasn't really that big, ladies and gentlemen. It just so happened, I'm going to say in the last 25, 30 years, that it's grown to a point where you're getting worldwide attention to the Super Bowl. And... Some people in other countries, uh, when they see American football, they're like, oh, these guys are beating each other up all the time. Uh, and they only play once a week. But European football is even bigger than American football. But I get what the NFL is trying to do. They're trying to grab a piece of that international market. That's why they play games in Germany, London. And then I hear in in August, they're going to play football for the first time in Brazil i think it's sao paulo so they're gonna play american style football and and it's a huge i understand it's a new market that roger goodell's trying to do um we'll see if it works basketball is very popular of course soccer football that football is very popular extremely popular There's some of the best players in the world that come from out of brazil pele is from there uh kaka you know it's a host of uh players from there but um yeah so that i'm looking forward to Looking forward to the super bowl i'm going to give you my prediction at the end of the show and um we'll take it from there like i was saying earlier there's a host of basketball games on today um uconn and georgetown georgetown is going through a revitalization i saw them earlier this year against syracuse too. it's going to take a couple of years to get that straightened out because patrick newing just i don't know if he couldn't recruit because of his name i don't know what it is or ball players in Washington DC area want to go out on which they're doing. doing. Because I live here in this area. They uh Patrick Young had a hard time recruiting ball players. I don't know why. And most of them were going either some were going to Maryland, but they're going to the big schools, you know. The Dukes. Duke was getting a lot of ball players. Um, the Kentuckys, you know, they what they call the uh you know, the Blue Bloods, they're going to the Big Dogs, Kansas, places like that. So, uh, hopefully Georgetown can get that corrected in a few years. So, we got a lot of college basketball on. Like I said, uh, Wisconsin and Rutgers, Alabama and LSU. My Syracuse, Andre, you better beat uh, Clemson. Uh, We have uh, – who else we got? We got some other games on. Creighton and Xavier. That's going to be a good game. Xavier's pretty good. Um, What else we got? Boston College. Yeah. I don't think he beat Duke. Uh, Illinois and Michigan State. Michigan State needs a bid to get into NCAA tournament. Um, then we have who else? The Ivy League, where we have Dartmouth versus Harvard. To your Boston fans out there. <laughs> Let's see, who else we got out there? And University of North Carolina versus Miami, which is a trap game always with them. They have problems with the University of Miami. That's in basketball. Uh, And that's basically it, ladies and gentlemen. I think there's some games on tomorrow before the Super Bowl comes on. There definitely are. But um, we're going to, you know, we'll talk about, I mean, I'm saying these are the games that are on today. So, you know, you don't have to be in the daily with football and looking at the pregame stuff and all that stuff. Just watch a good college basketball game you'll be satisfied. Trust me. I love college basketball. So, like I was saying earlier, um, I did not watch the Grammys. I think the two watered down and bloated. I don't like it. Um, these people that are winning awards, I never heard of them before. And I listen to all different uh, genres of music. And um, I just don't, I can't figure out the academy um, because I don't, Know who these people are? I really don't. It's sad that they're just picking names out of a hat to win uh, win these awards. And uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to say. So I, I didn't watch it. Um, I did some sc- um, scorn people. Um, Chevy Belafonte was kind of mad that they didn't do, acknowledge her father, um, Harry Belafonte, who was very important in bringing calypso music, and he was one of the people. Um, in the civil rights, um, he was in the, he, he was in the civil rights era, and he also was a person that spoke up about racism in the '60s, and um, you know, he knew Dr. King, uh, Malcolm X, and he was right in the forefront, and with um, uh, other um, civil rights fight, not fighters, but um, people that are in there resisting against uh racism in america so um harry Blavante, thank you uh and this is black history month so on that note ladies and gentlemen i can't think of anything else so let's get started talking about the super bowl so cbs is broadcasting the super bowl ladies and gentlemen and they're gonna have cameras stationed all over the place okay so um they're going to have cameras set up in and around Allegiant Stadium. Now, I've been to Vegas and I saw Allegiant Stadium. It's beautiful. That is one beautiful arena. Didn't go inside, but um, taxi cab drove by it. And it's beautiful. At nighttime, it looks so beautiful. Oh, my God, is that beautiful. All right. uh CBS is going to have the television set at the Bellagio, which is a very beautiful hotel, also. um CBS is saying they're going to broadcast the game in 1080 high-definition cameras, um, high dynamic range in 4K. So, like I said, if you got 8K, you spent a lot of money because it's not going to be broadcast in 8K. Everything is broadcast in 4K, all right? We'll get into all the cameras that are set up everywhere. Um, Let me see. I might get that list. Let me see it. Okay, we'll get to that later, okay? Um. And also, they will have four four K cam, 4K cam um, at the zones, at the end zones uh, for better replay capabilities. Um, you know, because sometimes officials can't see everything, and you know they have to go to the, you know, to go underneath the tent to look at it because they can get a better perspective. Because the technology is really, really good. It's been really, it's been really, really good in the last, oh, I'll say, a good fifteen years. Okay, from the 1080, 4K, unbelievable. It's just unbelievable. Okay, CBS will utilize sky cams and the trolley cam also. We'll get into that. And drones will be flying, okay, uh, between the stadium and areas in the Strip. So they got, you know, because sometimes they don't like having drones flying over airspace. That's kind of restricted. In this case, of course, CBS got the okay from the FAA, probably from uh, FBI. and. Um, everybody else to fly the drones over there. So that's really good. And the greatest thing, I mean, this is great, ladies and gentlemen. They're going to have a doink camera. If you're not familiar with the doink camera, so if you ever watch a football game and the kicker hits the pylon, hits the field goal the wrong way, it makes a doink sound. They're going to have cameras situated on it, doink cameras. I think that is great. that's going to be great. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, It's going to have all kinds of angles for so field goals and extra points. And this has come to see this, this, I mean, this information is coming from CBS VP uh, sports VP and remote technical operations, Jason Cohen. Um, you know, cameras on the, in the both uh, uprights and both end zones and three doink camera. That's going to be great. We'll get into all that too okay so the bulk of the you know the the viewing public that we're going to see um are going to be done with electronic field production cameras and they are they are provided by sony sony's going to be the the uh company that's going to be doing the cameras you know they make good cameras come on now all right so i'm going to give you the the amount of cameras that are going to be used in the super bowl tomorrow night super bowl 58 ladies and gentlemen 20 pylon cameras Twenty-four robotic cameras, forty-eight slow-motion cameras, twenty-three augmented reality cameras, six joint cameras, five sky cams, and fly cams. Three drones, five shallow-depth cameras. That's a lot. That's a lot, ladies and gentlemen. That's a lot. You know what, CBS? I gotta give you some applause for that. That's a lot of work. <laughs> Yeah. It's crazy. That is crazy. All right. Now, people, I don't know if some of you watch uh, NFL football or not, but uh, if you ever notice on the sideline, you see like a, a coach or assistant coach or offensive coordinator, they have blue tablets, and these tablets are made by Microsoft, and Microsoft has been providing the NFL tablets since 2014 and so all tablets um the league provided and especially configured by microsoft surface um and they they get high resolution ladies and gentlemen high resolution colors images instantly that's why they seem like say fourth down quarterback goes to the offensive coordinator or whoever that is nearby and don't look at the image on the last play that prevented them to get a first down. And they can see everything so clearly, ladies and gentlemen, on these, on these tablets. Okay? And these are Microsoft Surface Pro 4 tablets. And they've been providing the NFL tablets, uh, Surface tablets with the NFL since 2014. Um, it's a $400 million deal that the, uh, the NFL has with Microsoft. Okay. Not only that, ladies and gentlemen, the sideline viewing system um, app—you can let coaches zoom in on certain plays and make annotations, review the plays, and tag uh, favorites for you know later on when they get into the locker room. Okay. And um, unbelievable how the graphics on here are unbelievable. And um, I don't know what. Let's check this out. I'll look up this real quick ladies and gentlemen. i think those graphics on those tablets um let's see nfl yeah it's unbelievable the graphics they're getting on here um it's a crazy 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 ladies and gentlemen so i hope everyone's enjoying their day and um Let's see, let's find out find out what the specs on this. Sorry about that. Okay, here we go. So they do use a surface tablet. Uh it won't tell me. Uh let's see what we got. Let's see what we got. Uh it won't tell me. Okay. So the Microsoft uh, tablet's are using a uh, 32 gigs of RAM. Uh, what else? Not saying much more. Um. Eh, not saying much. That's okay. That's okay. That's all right. We'll look. At what, we'll worry about that later. <laughs> okay. Cool. So yeah so it makes things so much easier you know they got the nice screens on there and unbelievable so uh that's something that's um helpful for everyone in the nfl um also ladies and gentlemen that the these are customized tablets for the nfl um they can withstand all kind of weather because you see how the big blue can uh case their casing adds in so that it can withstand any kind of weather because you, you remember a few weeks ago when um Kansas City went to Buffalo it was really really cold these tablets are weather resistant to that so that's perfectly and the glare also and you can't go wrong so um all tablets are configured uh ident- um, identically okay. Um, teams cannot access the internet or install any app or, or feature that might give them a competitive edge. So you can't just download the app and say no. Can't do it. Delete uh, locks the tablets away until just before kickoff and collects them as soon as the game ends. Um, also, the tablets are used. This is, I didn't realize this, that the, uh, the tablets also are helping trainers uh, to treat players really so yeah so they definitely uh it's they are really really helpful in doing this so we're going to take a little deeper uh look in this so in case of a head injury ladies and gentlemen um they use the x2 by system concussion assessment app that's already configured into the tablet okay it shows uh, how how player answers a specific set of questions before and after the head injury <clears throat> it determines whether players should be allowed to go back in or stay out of the game so that's really, really, that's funky. That's really good. I did not know that. So I'm learning something too, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> All right. Um, we'll skip that. And the helmet manufacturer of Riddell, Um. So what they have in here now, um, what they have, what they call a Speedflex diamond. Uh, and these helmets employ, this is what they have. Robotic assembly and 3D uh, printing. Protection. This is protection for the football players, because you know, head injuries are so prevalent in the NFL because you're just smashing each other in the head. Sometimes you hit your head, heads hit the surface, your heads are hitting uh, somebody else. So you it's really it's really is a tough game. So what these helmets have, um they they're built with shock, enhanced shock absorption, okay? Then they have um what's the word use? They can measure all kinds of things for specific injuries and again and data that's collected from the hits on the head. Also, <clears throat> um, it also has the AI driven analysis to understand injury mechanisms better. Okay. Um, they can identify specific injury patterns player movements that lead to higher risk so these ladies and gentlemen this is something that's built into the ball players on their on the shoulder pads i mean in their helmets um also in all the equipment that they're wearing another thing that they're using also is called a cue collar it's a very uh lightweight necklace um it, it represents another uh, innovative approach to player safety, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, it, it shows uh, brain movement during impacts. And also, <clears throat> it helps to reduce brain injuries. You know what I mean? Um, some people don't trust it because they think it's not really working very well. <clears throat> that goes without saying because everyone's heads are not the same. So this is really something that's – they didn't have this back in the 70s. Okay, R- Riddell was out there, but now because of the influx of ball players that are dying with head injuries of former football NFL ball players, this is something that need to be done, and it's really effective. I think it is. Another uh, <clears throat> excuse me, ladies and gentlemen, I know, my throat's kind of jacked up here. Um, another um, device that's used called the Hawkeye Smart Replay System by the referees. Like i said this is all in high definition on high definition it gets a game uh if they're not sure on a certain play um they can go to the uh, to the booth and look at it but it's done in a quicker manner because before it took him forever ever and ever now things are done swifter and faster and this, is in the, this has been a dawn time, and uh, referees looking at plays that are questionable. So uh, that's really good. Also, <clears throat> uh, Zebra Technologies has RFID uh, transmitters that are built in the shoulder pads on the football players. Like, they didn't have this. They didn't have it in the 80s. They didn't have this in the 90s. This is something that's just relatively new, ladies and gentlemen, because football players are playing more games they're coming out bigger, stronger, and so damn fast. So, this is something that they really implemented. Okay. Um, sh- shoulder pads is like a transmitter built into the shoulder pads, real time data. So, you could see this, especially in trainers, can see hits that, that these ball players are taking. Okay. <clears throat> they, check, they track everything from a player p- positioning to ball dynamics. And, you know, this is phenomenal. Okay. And also teams have been able to gather the data uh, to make quicker and effective tactical adjustments and reducing downtime between plays. Crazy, crazy. This is really good, ladies and gentlemen. Really, really good. I did not realize this. I heard about the helmet. I knew about the helmet part, but I did not know that the shoulder pads were the same thing. So that's great. That's really great. Next, And next, excuse me, ladies and gentlemen. Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. I'm sorry. Verizon is also getting a piece of the pie. You know, they can be too far away. Um, radio helmets, okay, for digital communication. So if you see, like, Patrick Mahomes, he'll put his hands to his ears because he's getting a play sent to him from the control booth. All right, that's all done. It's a radio transmission. Unbelievable, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. Coach can relay plays a quarterback in seconds. Okay. Um, now, I mean, back in the day, they look at the hand signals and everything. They still do, but when the coach wants send center to play, he can radio in to the quarterbacks, you know, Patrick Mahomes, Purdy for San Francisco. You, they can but they had to cover the ears so they can get the play right, so they can hear it. And you know some of those teams are are really loud, but they can get the play and they can hear it. This is what's making it easier for them. Okay. Um, says so it's going to be done in a second, sending that playoff. That's really great. So you're not wasting so much time. Even though you got some some teams are still going to call for delay a game because the play's not getting in fast enough. But back in the day, that was a problem. It shouldn't be that way now. But, um, you know, it saves it saves time. So players, are, uh, quarterbacks are getting that sent to them. Also. Major cybersecurity because you don't want hackers, especially in Vegas. All right, because you got them. You got hackers are everywhere. You don't want anybody tapping into a network of, you know, you got was it, eighty thousand people at the stadium watching the game. Then you got three, you know, hackers getting to the network of the Cisco. So excuse me, Cisco is the network company. Um, cybersecurity for. Um, the NFL for the Super Bowl, and there is Wi-Fi, but it's probably encrypted for the uh, for those football players and everybody. <clears throat> so, you know, they're getting hit, phishing, malware, ransomware. So they're putting up a lot of money and technology to prevent any of that happening. So... So they're expecting a viewing public, ladies and gentlemen, 100 million people. Um, So Cisco is the primary uh, network company for the Super Bowl. Um, They've been with the NFL for a minute. Also, um, what they're saying here is uh, Cisco's integrated security solutions. They work tirelessly to provide flawless data protection, ensuring the personal and financial data. Our ticket holders were secure. So they want to make sure that, you know, your, I don't know, maybe your text is sent, being sent correctly or pictures you have are being sent out correctly because you're going to be used or especially on the football teams. You want to make sure that their infrastructure is set and your routers are, are encrypted properly. Your servers are encrypted properly. Cause you know, there's people out there trying to do stuff, but, but they're doing a good job of that. Okay. Um, what they're saying here, Cisco is saying that um this has happened to them. This is what is going on with them when they do big events. So, so what they're saying, they've had nine thousand intrusion events, blocked more than four hundred thousand connections from block listed regions, and blocked almost seventeen thousand security intelligence events. <laughs> good to tell you, people are crazy, ladies and gentlemen. So. All right, so at this point, um, I'm going to pick a winner for the Super Bowl. All right? So, I know it's going to be close. San Francisco gave up a lot of yards on the ground. Their defense is supposed to be one of the best in the NFL, but Detroit knew how to counter them and did all kind of funky running plays. Oh, God. This is a tough one. I'm gonna go with San Francisco by three. The biggest, I'm sounding like ESPN now. The biggest factor is turnovers. Hopefully, nobody. It's gonna be turnovers, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, let's don't get it twisted. Something's gonna happen, but you want to minimize those turnovers to win the Super Bowl. So, on that note, ladies and gentlemen, happy <laughs> and the reason why ladies and gentlemen the x-factor the x-factor is going to be brandon iuke the wide receiver for san francisco if he can get loose and get underneath i think nobody can uh, for kansas city can catch him debo is a beast but he's a little banged up but uh i'm gonna go to san francisco and like i said I like uh, my mystery person or my single-factor, single person that I think is going to surprise a lot of people is going to be Brandon Ayuk, wide receiver, okay? Brandon Ayuk, like I said, Debo's a little banged up. Brandon Ayuk is going to be used a lot underneath stuff. Um, Christian McCaffrey, he's going to run, but you're going to need their wide receiver to get loose in the inside or take him outside because he could burn the corners for kansas city so but you gotta watch patrick mahomes the guys he's he's been he went on the road and won two games everybody goes, oh no i didn't even predict baltimore to beat him he came on the road and beat baltimore they beat buffalo man if they win the super bowl now they're a dynasty but okay on that note ladies and gentlemen i hope you all if you're watching some college basketball, but you're watching um, the Super Bowl tomorrow, uh, I think it'll be fun. Um, I'm not cooking. I'm just going to buy my chicken wings and call the day. So <laughs> so on that note, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to end the show with a, with a song called Clearoy by Snarky Puppy. Ladies and gentlemen, enjoy your day. Enjoy your weekend. Have fun. Take care, and we'll get together again next week. Goodbye.